podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021, the Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins. Put your money where your mates are and play along with the Cricket Badger. Hello everybody. We've seen Chennai Super Kings get through today um, by the skin of their teeth in the end against the Delhi Capitals. A last over thriller. Tom Curran bowling to the mighty MSD. MSD finding some form and finding that he has got a middle of the bat after all and uh, crashing a few boundaries to see CSK home. To talk about all of that and more, I'm joined by Sam Abhishek and Rito. Um, Rito, I'm going to start with you, if I may, because uh, before we get on to today's game, um, I want to say congratulations, Kolkata Knight Riders. Mumbai Indians, my team, have gone. I gave you all of that grief the other day, but well played. Yeah, thank you very much for that, uh, Kolkata, obviously. We talked about on um, the other podcast. It was due for a couple of years now, Kolkata getting through to the playoffs. You can't finish fifth every year, can you? You can't finish fifth every single year. Um, Sam, good to have you on the, uh, the the video podcast. Good game today, wasn't it? I mean, Delhi Capitals came into that game, <coughs> excuse me, I felt with a lot of momentum. CSK had no momentum. They'd lost three matches on the bounce. And you feared for CSK. If they'd lost today, going into the final qualifier, having lost four on the bounce, that's not great health to be in. But today, they did really well. Exactly. I think... You know, they had the CSK didn't have the momentum at all. Even Dhoni was not playing well, the lead finisher. And, you know, Delhi, of course, they have a good depth in the batting and the bowling looks sorted out. And I, I was not really expecting CSK to come out and win like that. But, you know, I, I still feel CSK was lucky there. And MSD, uh, he says himself, I think, during this tournament that he's struggling for a little bit of rhythm and a little bit of timing. But... That the innings towards the end there will do him no harm at all, will it? Because he, like I say, he's fine in the middle of the bat regularly. A nice little ping, the usual MSD ping. Definitely, James. He's a legend. I mean, uh, he knows how to keep his temperament in a big game like this. And I know Tom Curran, he was bowling exceptionally well the last three overs. He, he bowled some really good cutters. He was really bowling well. But you know, MSD being a legend, he kept his nerves. He didn't let the uh, Previous form get 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 the worst of him, but he did he did come on and play a very sensible finisher innings. We, we've almost written him off on this podcast, or I have anyway. As we've gone through this IPL 2021, we may have to revisit that a little bit as we go through today's show. But Abhishek, good to see you again. And um, as I say, CSK they needed that today, didn't they? I mean, they've they've got bags of fans over there in the in the UAE. You see the yellow shirts around the ground. They needed a win today to really kind of restart their, their campaign after three defeats. Yeah, absolutely. The last three games have not been very good for them, right? Uh, so, I think this game was pretty important for them. And also, if we talk about the record against DC, right? So, they had lost both of the games, right? Like the last, right? So, even if they have, would have lost today, right? And still reached the final via qualifier two, right? I think they would have... Nobody wants to go in with the 3-0 record, right? I think it was a great win, right? And especially with DC, with the volley like that they have, right? Making a 170 score, right? And then CSK chasing it down, right? It doesn't get better for them, right? Uh, if I remember, the total ground was looking like it was like a chipok, right? It was pretty yellow, right? So, I think it was a great day for them. At the mid-innings, I didn't expect CSK to actually chase it down, right? With the kind of bowling lineup that DC has, right? 
they are executed but i think uh, one decision that i think i don't know what ponting and probably pant were thinking about right uh, putting in tom gurren nothing about him right uh, personally but uh, uh, i was very amazed by that decision right directly bringing in tom gurren right and changing the side is done pretty well till now i i funny how you say that because i there's a little discussion before the 18th over i think it was um when avesh khan and um, Kaisa Rabad were involved with a chat with Rishab Pant. And I looked at um, Kaisa Rabad's body language as he walked away there. And I thought, he's not bowling the final over here. And obviously, scroll on and over, and you see Tom Curran being handed the ball. And I just didn't see that as being the right decision, Abhishek. And that, I, you'll all be able to bear witness to this. I actually said that ahead of the over rather than actually after the over. I, th- I, I think I, tweet, uh, I put on our WhatsApp group, Rishab, what are you doing or something? Tom Curran, exclamation mark. Just didn't seem to me, Abhishek, to be the right choice. Yeah, absolutely. I think I agree with you over this point, right? And, uh, we have to agree that Tom Curran was pretty good, right? He had bowled three overs, a very good, right? But whenever you're dealing in such situations like that, you can see the exact case when it comes to Dhoni, right? A lot of people would have not expected him to come, right? It would have Bravo or Jadeja, right? But he backed himself, right? Because he had been in the same situation for years. Same thing goes with Rabada, right? Because if I remember, there was an ODI, right? In which uh, Rabada defended nine runs against MSD in 2015, right? So he has already done it once past. And if I have to say it, right? Probably I'm not a decision maker, but... Uh, on a day where Rawad would probably have done 45 runs in three overs, right? Uh, versus Tom Curran with three overs, 10 for three, I would have gone to Rawada, right? I don't know. So I think Abish Khan's performance, I think, was not at the same level, especially since that last ball six, right? So mm. giving both 19 and 20 and not even giving a single to Rawada was baffling to me. I don't know what was going in on that. Rito Claire's come on, um, our regular, and she said, crazy decision to bowl TC in that last over. I mean, I was listening to Richard Pant's interview post-match and he was saying it was a, a decision because Tom Curran had bowled the best of his seamers during the, the previous 19 overs so he trusted the man who was having a good night but I, I think I'd tend to agree with Abhishek you know you've got Kisa Rabada who's good at the death as well Tom Curran can be good at the death don't get me wrong but he's got a very mixed record in the 20th over of matches um, did you see it the same way that Rishab did? Rito's frozen in a very angelic position there isn't he? Pick up that same question Sam yeah, I think, you know, I, I definitely, I mean, I would not, I would have not really gone for Tom Curran, but, you know, like Abhishek was mentioning, Kageswar Abada is a proven player, he's a proven match winner. And Dhoni actually did struggle to him, like you mentioned, in, in that ODI match. And, you know, if Kageswar Abada would have bowled, I think the, we would have definitely had a different decision because Rabada is someone who knows to keep his nose. And, you know, Tom Curran, you know, giving away two boundaries, you saw him bowl a wide. So, you, you just can't go with, you know, someone who's had a good day, but someone who has that experience. And I think that's that's what lost lost the game for Delhi Capitals today. I, you're running in and you're bowling to Mahendra Singh Downey, whether you're Tom Curran, whether you're Keith Rabada, whether you're anybody. He might not have had the best tournament he's ever had in the IPL, but he's a, quite a presence to have 22 yards down from where you're delivering the ball, isn't he? Knowing what he's capable of. Exactly, I think... No, but I, I'm, I, I'm guessing Tom Curran might have taken it easily because he was not sticking to his plans. He was not bowling in that wide Yorkers, which you know, which he should have. And he was not bowling delivers that where he can hit in the longer boundaries. He's not sticking to his plan. But anyone who's bowling to MSD will definitely, you know, have the thought in their mind. I mean, this guy is the best finisher in the world. So, you know, everyone would have that in the back of their mind and that can really hurt their confidence for sure. Rucharaj Gayakwad, Rito. He's back with us. I can see him blinking. Rituraj Gaikot's having an incredible tournament, isn't he? Past 600 runs in IPL 2021. He's past 400 runs in the leg in the UAE. Another 50 plus for him today. He's really staking a claim, isn't he? 
Yeah, he has been one level above all round him, really. Today's match was a peculiar match. It looked like all the players who had failed in the league stages, they just stepped up a level and were uh, performing in today's match. You look at Shimron Hetmaya, you look at Rishabh Pant, but Ritu Rajkayakwad is one constant who has just performed in all throughout this IPL. And he, he had an iffy start to his IPL career last year after his COVID-19 scare. But in this year, he has looked a pretty good prospect for Indian cricket. Badges are furry creatures. 85% of women badges think bad grooming is a major turn-off. 80% of women badges think men should trim below the belt. 89% of men think good grooming is essential to the professional success. Don't just dismiss it out of hand. Get on there, manscaped.com. Check out their great range of male grooming accessories. Hygiene, appearance, attractiveness, confidence. Simply go to manscaped.com. Quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com. Together, we save balls. Let's scroll back to the Delhi innings. 172 for five Delhi made today. Pretty sure was explosive at the top. 60 from him from 34 balls, um, seven fours and three sixes. And you mentioned the other the other man that really contributed, um, well, another 50. 51 not out from the captain, Rishabh Pant. A couple of one-handed sixes from him straight down the ground were quite impressive. I, I can't hit a six with two hands, let alone one hand off the bat. Uh, and then, as you say, Shimron Hetmeyer coming in towards the end to just add that little bit of impetus late on as well. I must admit, I can't remember if, if it was Abhishek or Sam that said they thought 172 for five was enough. Think it was Abhishek. I did too. I thought that was probably a winning score. And even when um, CSK were chasing, it was getting to two a ball and, and just above. I thought DC was still going to win it then. Yeah, absolutely. I think think 172 was quite enough on the pitch, right? And especially with the bowling lineup that DC has, right? Uh, I think uh, DC was earned a bit, right? Bearing Nokia, right? I think. Uh, the first six overs, right, when Uthappa and Rituraj were going berserk, right? I think they missed a, a couple of things. I think even the commentators mentioned it, right, that Rituraj had struggled against the short balls. In the last two times he had played, he was dismissed against the short balls. Not a single short ball was, you know, placed to him, right, in this. Especially on the DC side, which, you know, boasts themselves of extra space, right, uh, on these slow wickets, right? They could have been, you know, pretty lethal, right? I think this is something that Delhi have to reflect from their bowling side. I cannot doubt. Bearing Shreya I don't know what he was doing in his that eight ball innings where he scored one run. I think all the other uh, Delhi batsmen nearly played the ball. Do you think um, Shreya innings, Rito, uh, was the catalyst for a, what I thought was an incredible performance by him in the field today? Two catches, one of which was one of those little juggly things on the edge of the boundary. And then the run out, in the uh, towards the end of the CSK innings was a really he, I mean he absolutely head towards the ball picked it up one handed threw it in Kisa Abada I don't think on the TV coverage got enough credit because he still had a lot of work to do there to catch that ball coming in fired in and to take the bails off but um, I thought um, DC for most part Shreyas I probably the headline act were very good in the field. Yeah, uh, DC, uh, before the start of the game, they took a big gamble by playing only five frontline batters and it paid off in the end for them, although the promotion of Aksa Patil did not work, quite work for them. But Shreya uh, probably not his most frequent innings for today, but he was phenomenal in the field. The catch that he took, Aksa Patil running 
in in front of him. He could have really fumbled that one and the run out. In T20s, they say probably fielders should give you two wickets in the field, and Shreyar he did that today for DC. Sam Robin Atapa, 63 from him today from 44. I think I saw on the, the, the stats that it was his first 50 in the IPL for something like 22 innings or something in that region. Good time to get it, wasn't it? <laughs> That's right. The experiment that Gamble definitely paid off. I was actually backing Mohanali to come and play, but Uttapa, he, I mean, he's been part of so many playoffs. He knows how to go about his innings. He planned well. He's been working so hard, you know, the last couple of years. He's He's been very unfortunate, I believe, when he was with the Rajasthan Royals. He was not getting the right kind of chances. But today, MSD might have told him to just go and express yourself and play the innings that you want. And he, he it did pay off. The gamble did pay off to them. And he played that, you know, the, the season that he played in 2015 and 16. You know, I got to see that Robin Uttapa coming and playing with so much of confidence, striking their best bowlers. And it was a great sight to see the vintage uh, Uttapa coming back and playing that sort of innings. It felt, Sam, I know you, you can have a degree of flexibility in a T20 match in terms of your batting order. You send in who you think is going to be right at the time. But almost felt with CSK today, they were drawing lots and, and winning a raffle to come in next. It, you know, the, the batting order changed dramatically from what we've seen over the rest of the tournament. Exactly. You know, I was actually quite surprised when they sent Shardul Thakur, you know, because you just had a wicket and, you know, Shardul Thakur comes in, you know, just being a pinch hitter, just go and just try to get some boundaries. Uh, that, you know, he didn't stay and stick along for a long time, but that could definitely got DC's momentum back. I mean, but you have such a such a good uh, depth in their batting lineup. You can just send anybody. You can even send Deepak Chahar to hit a couple of boundaries. They have that kind of batting depth. But again, that that... You know, during playoffs, I don't think you should really gamble because that really gave the momentum back to DC. If you had sent Moin Ali, they would have finished even two overs earlier for sure. Do you think um, the fact that they'd lost three matches on the bounce, Sam, had um, maybe played a part in that flexibility today? Because it obviously hasn't been working over the last few weeks. So let's change it. Let's try and up the ante and let's see if we can do it today. Yeah, definitely. Because being in top two, you know, you can you, you and you have two chances to to make it to the finals. Maybe they just want to try and gamble and see who who can who can come and bat really well and at a certain position. It certainly did not work with Raina. He's been in poor form throughout the IPL. Maybe someone like Uttapa, maybe he can come and bat up the order. Maybe during the power play, just two bound two fielders outside. Maybe he can you know hit some boundaries and gain his confidence uh, before going into the uh, finals maybe that that could have been their option but again you know Dhoni's masterclass planning you know then he himself coming and hitting that that was that was really good now I wouldn't have really expected Dhoni to do it but again fantastic game of cricket I get the impression there's probably 1.4 billion people in India and it's probably almost the same around expats around the rest of the world. I, I actually felt the glow bounce when he hit that uh, the winning rung there because I think there's quite a few MSD fans around the world. Abhishek, at one stage, CSK, I think they lost three wickets for six runs in about as many balls, eight balls, I think it was, that run out. And the, I think it was a tapper, um, Charles Takur, and then the run out of um, Bati Rayadu. That, that seemed to be a really big moment for DC that obviously ultimately didn't capitalise on that. But when CSK looked back at this match, having that stumble and still coming out the other end with a win is going to give them a lot of belief going into the final, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think whatever happened after the second time out, right, uh, that six runs and I think three wickets, right, an absolute harakiri, right, by the CSK. Uh, but one of the things I think that they pride themselves, I think this is the sixth time that they are chasing, right, uh, in the IPL and they have won in the sixth straight trot, right? So they bat deep, right? They bat till eight or nine, right? So I think this is something that gives them confidence and especially in finals, the playoffs, in the finals, the big matches, the pressure things, right? When you have that backing, the confidence, right, that even if I go for a shot, right, and it doesn't go off, 
right? I have insurance in the bank. The likes of Bravo and Jadeja were not even needed, right? I don't think any other franchise boasts of such thing, right? So I think that's the confidence, but it's also not something to be proud of for the franchise, right? Because this franchise was pretty heavily dependent on their openers, right? Their openers were so fluent in the first phase that when they failed for two, three games, they lost three in the plot, right? Uh, so again, Gaikwad coming to the form, right? I think Fab was a got a pretty good, I would say, a pretty good yorker from uh, Nokia, right? But uh, apart from, I think yeah, they'll get a lot of confidence, but they will also try to see, right? Because I think if only one thing that you have to uh, change about the CSK side is right? probably that middle order, right? Uh, I think Dhoni did his part, it's back to the old years. Now it's just Raidu, it's a positive his part. I think probably Raidu is someone who starts uh, doing and they become a polished side. Rito, I was watching DC in the field. I got the impression that they were sending messages on to Rishabh Pant towards the end. You saw a, a couple of the, the 12th men bringing out drinks at, in the 18th, 19th, 20th over. The, the camera kept panning to the dugout where you could see um, Ricky Ponting and he was pointing to field places and shaking his head and looking a little bit dissatisfied with the captaincy on the pitch. If I was Rishabh Pant, I would be really peed off by that. I would want to be the captain on the pitch. If you want to tell me stuff, tell me after the match, Ricky. Don't tell me during the 20 overs when I'm trying to focus on what I'm doing. Did you pick up on the same kind of thing? Yeah, I think probably different captains look into that differently. Owen Morgan is one who doesn't mind feedback from the dugout at all. He rather appreciates it. So he has the feedback and ultimately it's his decision on the field what to do. So it's no problem, I think, for DC. But one thing I, that Rishabh got wrong, probably not bowling his best bowler in the 19th over. The 19th over is the most crucial over. To bowl Avish Khan, I thought that was a mistake from him. He could have probably bowled Rabade in that, o- in that over and um, left Tom Curran with a lot more runs in that final over. But given the way Tom Curran bowled that one, no matter. Even if 36 would have been... I mean, with Avesh Khan, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because he's had a very good IPL. And you've got to kind of, I I guess, show faith in the people that have done it before, haven't you? But it just didn't feel right today, Rita. Yeah, it's... T20 is a fickle game, James. You look at Tom Curran, he it looks like he had his he has the day of his career till, till now, till the 20th over, and it went round horribly for him. And Avishkan, he has pulled beautifully so far, but uh, three overs, none for 36. And then he got still got a wicket, I think, in that 19th over. So it came the first back ball, to, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he came back well, but still, I think Rabada should have bowled him. But looking at Pan's body language after the defeat, it looks like he has just gone. He can't take it. And Ricky Ponting and the coaching staff must tell him that they are not out of it. They still have another go in a couple of days' time against the winner of the Eliminator. So they have a lot to play forward to. So, to be also, Rito, if I was a DC fan and my captain was smiling at the post, post-match conference after, uh, after a defeat, I'd be probably equally as vocal about that. I think I don't think there's anything wrong with him showing disappointment today. He, but you're right, he has to pick himself up and, and move on and pick up the rest of the guys as they move forward. Just to go, going back to the, the um, Ricky Ponting, Richard Pants dynamic there towards the end. Did either you, Sam and Abhishek, did either of you two pick up on the same kind of thing? Yeah, I, I was I was looking at um, uh, Ricky Ponting. You know, he was totally devastated with how the field was, but I don't think that would have affected Punt. He he's someone who does what he feels anyways. We've seen that over the past. He doesn't even in the batting he doesn't give his temperament. He just goes and uh, you know expresses himself. But I but definitely I think once he goes back to the dressing room, I think Ricky Ponting and Rishabh Pant are going to have a long long chat for sure. 
Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. Download the app now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store. It's, it's strange. I mean, you got um, Shreyas Iyer, Sam, that obviously is captain DC yeah. during this kind of um, cycle of the IPL. Obviously got injured. Richard Pant's taking it over. Quite rightly, I think, they let Richard Pant continue through the rest of the season. But Shreyasai is out there on the boundary as well, isn't he? He's probably as far away from Richard as Ricky Ponting is. So he could do with somebody a bit closer to a new captain in that pressurised situation, couldn't he? Definitely, because, you know, when DC announced that Pant is going to continue the captaincy, I was really surprised because Shreyas Iyer, they were looking at someone on a long-term, right, the long-term captain because they got in Gambir so that they can help transition uh, that leadership phase to Shreyas Iyer and you do all that and you give someone like Rishabh Pant uh, the captaincy. It, it was it was definitely uh, an odd decision for me, but yeah, he had the momentum going on. He was leading his team really well. But again, it, it, it was a bit hard on Shreyas Iyer. It, it surely hurt his confidence it, it shows off on his performance but again uh punt maybe he has to pick up his boots again be confident with his decisions and you know he has to work on a lot more on his captaincy it's his first season as captain but i think he's gonna pick it up pretty well he's a, he's a really smart cricketer that's that is the flip side isn't it? shreyas Iyer's role in this because i i, I really like rishabh pant i think he's a dynamic young cricketer massive future obviously an intelligent lad and and um as captain before um, but Shreyas Iyer, who has led um, DC through the previous um, exactly. tournaments of this cycle, it would, would have been a bit of a punch in the gut for him, wouldn't it? Oh, definitely, because you know he he, he was done. He did so well in the last season. Uh, he got his team to the finals, and this year, you know, Punt was just being a temporary captain, and uh, he and then after that, you don't get, get the chance. You're not getting that opportunity in the Indian side. You know, you, you don't captain the side. You, mean you were promised to be a long-term captain and it doesn't happen. So it definitely is a kick in the gut for Shreyas Iyer. It hurt his confidence and uh, let's just hope that, you know, next year, uh, I, I want Shreyas Iyer to lead because I feel that he's someone like Rohit Sharma. He keeps his cool, not making too much changes. He's very sensible with his decision. That's the difference between Shreyas Iyer uh, and Rishabh Pant. Uh, Rishabh Pant makes make some really fancy decisions like how he went uh, he gave to Tom Curran rather than giving it to Kagiso Rabada so Shreyasar would have been a sen- he would have been really sensible in, in terms of field placements as well but only time can answer uh, who, who's going to captain the Delhi side in the future I wouldn't be too surprised if they don't retain Rishab um, and Rishab's going to be captain in the future I could quite easily see Shreyasar ending up being the captain of one of the new teams or moving somewhere else to take over as captain but um, we'll see how that pans out in the mega auction and beyond. I mean, a lot to talk about once this IPL's finished and uh, we've got through um, the final of this IPL and uh, plenty more podcasts, I'm sure, around the corner as we go through those auctions and the fallout from all of that because there's going to be a lot of stories, I think, going through the mega auction into the next incarnation of the IPL. Abhishek, it's, uh, it's not cut and dry, is it? Two new franchises coming in. There's going to be a load more players in that auction players moving from one to another. We've got used to seeing um, players in yellow or blue or red or whatever their strip has been. And all of a sudden, we're going to have to get used to a completely different kind of dynamic next season. Yeah, absolutely. I think this option is going to totally change the way teams look. I think bearing, I think, one or two people, right? Uh, one or two players that each franchise would have there in mind already, right? Uh, that I could say, for example, Pant, I think he would definitely be retained, right? By DC, right? Uh, but bearing that around 85 to 90% of the players, I think they will move into the franchise. But that's how IPL goes, right? Because if you talk about just example that I always remember about Surya Kumar Yadav, right? He was nurtured by KKR, right? But now a big mainstay in the MID. Now we cannot imagine MI without him, right? Without this guy. That's the thing. It 
goes uh, there are a lot of things a lot of things how the retention groups come in right how the rtm comes in whatever whatever the new franchises uh, comes in what the stake right so it's going to be very very fascinating right and it's going to change the ipl for the next 3 to 4 years right because that with the new homes the new fans the new dan i i pick it up a lot on the the tv coverage you can hear the the announcer in the ground on the pa and um, trying to drum up the crowd and it's a fairly sparse crowd because it's the UAE and there's only a certain amount allowed in but it keeps doing all of the um kind of i say this and you say that it's like me on here going i say cricket and rito has to say badger in reply he's quite a quite an excitable fellow rito isn't he yes actually i've been to ipl games thrice in my life and the atmosphere at the grounds in india is just ridiculous there's songs playing everywhere there's music there's loud the cheerleaders are dancing even in today's game i think it's it was a larger crowd uh, than the group stage matches so it looked a spectacle on tv as well with all those yellow t-shirts uh, the cheering for csk and going into the uh, later stages uh, later games it looks like it's going to carry on the same way on audition for his job now i say cricket you say badger badger hey you see there you go if you need me ipl 2022 i am available blackratcricket.co.uk you've probably spent lockdown dreaming about scoring runs and taking wickets but well, let blackrat cricket kick you out and take you towards success blackratcricket.co.uk they've got a swanky new website and if you quote badger when you check out you can get yourself 15% off blackratcricket.co.uk join the infestation let's have a look ahead to uh, the game coming up around the corner then obviously delhi capitals um are going to be in action again that isn't their last chance of winning ipl 2021 um, and to me they have been the best side in this tournament so it'd be a shame if they uh, don't make it through to play csk again in the final but we'll see how that pans out um i'm just kind of filling at the moment because i'm waiting for them to scroll across the bottom of the screen until the ipl here we go ipl 2021 remaining fixtures monday the eliminator sees rcb taking on kkr in sharjah then on wednesday we have qualifier 2 where delhi capitals take on the winner of that match between rcb and kkr and then the winner of that match takes on csk in the final so kkr against RCB um we've got two of you on this uh, this uh, podcast today aren't we amrito i've been dismissed of kkr i apologize at the start but that's where it finishes um i don't see kkr winning that much do you yeah i do see them proceeding to the well there's yeah, a surprise <laughs> yeah i mean they have got momentum it has to be said but i mean so did delhi capitals so sometimes momentum doesn't count for anything does it no even if you look at kolkata's victories james they have different targets they have chased down targets so they have done it the both ways it's not that they have done, it has been only one way traffic they have only chased down targets like csk you know so kolkata have got all the bases covered even morgan has hit a four and a six so morgan's back into form james and all the bases are covered going into the tomorrow's eliminator against samson's rcb he has been a little bit dire hasn't he as an englishman um with the world's uh, t20 around the corner Owen Morgan's form is a concern Sam I imagine you're going to tell me a different result from this match between KKR and RCB and definitely RCB going to win this 
you know kkr might have the momentum even rcb has the momentum and but rcb has been consistent throughout they've uh, you know what dead bowling has been an issue for us over the last 5 years but they've got that sort of i think a dead bowling has been winning us matches uh, you know we've been consistent so i think uh, rcb if they keep their uh, you know nerves on hold i mean if they keep the nerves on check and it should be an easy win if they get their first two open and i think it should be an easy win for rcb vera is the man that's going to take all the headlines if rcb win ipl 2021 isn't he um his last season as captain of rcb i know a lot of people on this podcast including myself are more than happy to see vera Kohli lift that trophy just as a special moment for him it's the one thing sam missing off his cv isn't it really he's obviously captain of india had plenty of success broken records with the bat but his IPL captaincy record hasn't been the best, has it? Uh, definitely, James. I, you know, we always go in with the tournament, the best team on paper. But you know, things really don't click either. If our bowling is good, our batters don't click. Even if our top order is good, you know, our, our, our middle order doesn't come and click. So it's always been that way for Virat Kohli. You know, the 2016 uh, season, if you look at, it, I think they should have won it. Uh, but you know, the luck is not on our side. Kohli has been a little unlucky. Uh, you know, with with throughout his uh, uh, captaincy with the Royal Challengers Bangalore, but I hope really that the team this year would give everything that they have to give Virat Kohli a a perfect send off with an IPL trophy as a captain. Who's the player just over your shoulder and try to identify him? Well, that's Virat Kohli. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought so. I thought so. Samson has said, "As Lady Lakers are not on the side, it's a quick ass side then." <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I don't think so. I mean, uh, you know, I, you know, I just want, I just want Kohli to win this game. You know, it doesn't luck factor is not a luck factor is not something that Kohli believes in. Something that he believes in, uh, you know, hard work. And I hope that that works out for us. I mean, team is working really hard. Uh, let's just hope that they win their build this year. Before I move to Abhishek and and, and more neutral perspective on the uh, encounter between KKR and RCB. There was that little video, I don't know if you saw it, Sam, came out from the RCB camp after being bowled out really cheaply. They got hammered, didn't they, by KKR, wasn't it, I think? Um, and they, uh, So there's a little bit of revenge potentially there for RCB. But I really liked the way that Mike Hessen um, and Virat Kohli kind of fronted up to that and basically just said to the guys, we're going to get that as we go through an IPL 2020. This is to paraphrase. But we're going to get ups and downs. We basically just need to put that behind us, work hard for the next match and continue on. And that's exactly what they've done, isn't it? Exactly. I mean, Mike Essen and Rat Kohli, they were very clear about that. You know, they, they said, you know, you'll have to own your mistakes. You know, things didn't work out and that happens. And, you know, even with the losses, you're supposed to learn what you love, what you what, what you've lost, right? I think that's that's what that's been the headlines for the entire team. Even the loss against CSK, Kohli said, you know, you guys need to earn up. I mean, it definitely should hurt you. And I think I think that's that's a side of a good leader and a good uh, coach. Right? They they make the team understand that you know you you got to learn a lot from your losses. And that's what RCB has done. You know, they've, they've got the momentum. They won uh, three matches in a row, and they won against Delhi Capitals as well. And I sent the Badger a message And now I'm on the podcast with this jingle If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast Then tweet at cricket underscore badger Abhishek then, come on, neutral opinion alongside myself As a neutral ahead of this game between KKR and RCB A big match, it's last chance saloon isn't it for both of these guys You lose this one, you're home and you're out of this uh, this competition. If you win it, you've still got a chance of lifting that trophy. Who do you see winning it, Abhishek? Uh, I think uh, 
is going to be a very very close game right but i think that rcb might just nick it right because especially the last game right especially against the uh, what they did against dc right uh, they won despite abd and virat not firing that has been their perennial problem right the two people are contributing a maximum along with chehel right and they are not getting the support now they are winning games even when these two are not doing i think this will give them confidence obviously the last game that you talked about at 90 run i think that will still be in the the minds of the rcb and kk and the it's going to be a very close game but i just think that i see might just nick it abisha you're horrible look at rito's little face there he's not happy with you but uh, sam above him is uh, delighted with what you've just said there rito if you look at rcb squad what scares you what worries you what frightens you about the way they shape up i think the obvious answer is glen maxwell the form he has been get glen maxwell early you have a great ch- a chance of winning the game and looking at, even at rcb's bowling chahal the way chahal is bowling and harshil patel obviously is the leading wicket taker of the tournament so these are the three potential threats going into tomorrow's match and the fourth one obviously is still hanging as abdb is you never know when that man will turn up i am um, i saw your team the tournament rito for the show you did with nakul the other day and thank you again to nakul for jumping in every now and again on the on this course of this ipl 2021 daily podcasts um dinesh kartik is your keeper there's a bit of KKR bias there, isn't there? Yeah, if you look at uh, how Dinesh Kartik has played, he has come in at the death and he has got some uh, very important late runs. He has given the innings some impetus. So that's why I'm uh, favouring, obviously, as a KKR bias. But that's, Dinesh Kartik has done a job and he has a nice man too. <laughs> he's a nice man and he wears nice shirts. So he's in my team of the tournament. Um, Sam, the, the what scares you about KKR? Uh, definitely their opening pair because Venkatesh Iyer has been he's been a really good player. I mean, the way that he's played against all the top teams, he scored good good amount of runs and he's been scoring at a good rate as well. So someone like Venkatesh Iyer and Shubman Gill definitely worries me and their mystery spinners. I think they've been the match winners for them. Uh, both Varun Chakravarti and Sunil Narayan, I think they're... If if it's their day, I'm, I think Royal Challengers should just buckle up and you know uh, just go home. That's how that's how good they are. Both Varun Chakravarti and Sunil Narayan. That I think if we tackle them well and you know get the openers out quickly, and I think RCB should be in the driver's seat. But if if these four guys actually get in their mind space, then it's going to be really really difficult for Royal Challengers Bangalore. Um, after the game tomorrow, we will have three because uh, either Sam's team or Rito's team will be heading back to the airport and heading on to either the T20 World Cup, well, either heading to the T20 World Cup or going back to the airport. Um, Abhishek, um, you're a Rajasthan Royals fan, aren't you? Um, I Just a, a word on them before we, we say goodbye today. They went. I, I described them as going out with a whimper. They were terrible towards the end. Were you, were you watching between your fingers? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, a win and loss, I think there are two parts of the game, right? It's okay. But what the Royals did in the last two games, I think that was pretty shambolic, to say the least. Uh, you should have that will to fight, right? Uh, that even SRS showed, right? In their game against Royal Challengers, the last one, right? I think uh, bearing Samsung, the batting never clicked tournament. I think the loss of Butler was just way too much for them to compensate. I think Butler plays the same role, what ABD does for RCB. They could not complain for the team and their young talent, right? Yan Prag and everything. They lost the touch that they had something of the last time. So I think uh, big decisions for the owners, right? I think this was the last time that they, this particular squad was playing for the Royals together, right? And I think it's something for the management and the team to decide. But uh, pretty symbolic to say the least. Even as the fans, I have nothing to defend. Before we go, 
I think Rito's answered this question before. I can't remember what his answer was, but I think Abhishek, you might have answered this as well, did you, last time? Yes, yes. Sam, then, I'm just asking Sam, if you had a pile of money, your first pick in the mega auction next time, which player would be the first player on your list to pick ahead of the 2022 edition? Virat Kohli, first. Well, you can retain him, I guess, can't you? Go go outside of your bubble. Uh, definitely Josh Butler. He's, he's a billion he's, he's a billion D20 batsman. I'll definitely pick Josh Butler. I really like that guy. Be a good signing. Be a very good signing in white ball cricket. Maybe not in test cricket, but in white ball cricket. Rito knows my views on Josh in the uh, test arena. Are you two around tomorrow, Rito and Sam? Yep. Yeah. So I'll, I'll get you two back on after that game tomorrow for either your celebrations or your commiserations <laughs> and, uh, and a handshake between the two of you as one of you says goodbye to us. But uh, Rito, Sam and Abhishek, thank you very much indeed for joining me today as we uh, have done for most of this IPL 2021. We will be back again tomorrow. We'll be, we'll be talking about that match between KKR and RCB and then we'll be looking forward to the final eliminator and the final of IPL 2021 and then we come to that final and uh, you all need to get your best ball gowns and uh, tuxedos because we're having our awards ceremony straight after that final giving out our, our awards to the players of IPL 2021 so uh, that is just around the corner there's not too much left of this IPL competition but plenty to talk about this week as we go through the last few matches thank you everybody for watching thanks for listening and we'll see you again tomorrow Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Thanks for listening. We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14. Have your say on Twitter on at Cricket underscore Badger. We'll see you again tomorrow. Podcast Network.